ESPN Lafayette. The best ticket in sports. Great Scott! The Great Scott Show. And as they head into the final furlong, all of the other radio stations and radio hosts are left in the wake of a keen turn of speed by the Great Scott Show, the champion. With Scott Prather. Steal the show. Welcome into the Great Scott Show. Good morning, everybody. I'm Scott Prather. Norman Locke is here this week. He made it this week. I made it last uh, week. Well, no, you didn't. Thanks to technology. You didn't. You didn't really make it, and he still has not brought brought the, the breakfast. Two weeks now. Allegedly. Two weeks now, you haven't made good on your bet. And I just want to point out that you gave you gave Lynn grief for like two months. This isn't going to turn t- into a took, two. He took two months. This isn't going to turn into a two month thing, is it? No, no, no. I just like you said. I just not go on Lynn's show. I just have to have to break it, the news to Lynn that you know Chick Fil A minis are more important than the rise and grind. Well, they, they are. <laughs> no, making making good on a bet is more important. See, he doesn't understand like you know uh, keeping your word. That's what he it just is. feels like. It's you can just delay it for a Has while. Has he ever uh, raced you yet? raced me yeah oh on foot no, no he, it I, never I, happened it's been I'm, like what two I'm years down. now i i mean he doesn't even know <laughs> we throw these challenges out to him like he's listening right now he dude 656 hits he's like literally halfway to he's New listening Iberia. to something wow he listens to like some yeah. you know anime deep, podcast deep cut anime podcast of the Season three of why Batman is better Shiro than Hero Warrior that Goku. came out in you know ninety three <laughs> and the comparisons to American literature that came about in the mid nineties with the Goosebumps novels. You know, just yeah, like last just night he was like way out there. Yeah, Norm. Uh, yeah, we're gonna talk. You know, Brian being to me, we're gonna talk a lot of stuff. But look, I gotta go. I have to voice over this cartoon right quick. Call right. you back. Man's got passions. I'll give him that. I give him that. But him, him just talking a big game and then just bowing out. It's like once we respond, he's like, "Hey, man, I didn't know, bro." <laughs> ESPN Lafayette best ticket in sports. Uh, we got uh, Coach Desimo. I talked to him yesterday uh, for a little while. National Signing Day yesterday. It doesn't have the the hoopla for lack of better words, that uh, it used to. Part of that's early signing day. Part of that is a transfer portal. Part of that is the internet. So many guys now sort of make their, a lot of them make their commitments known before. You still get a few where it's like, all right, I'm going to take off the jacket. I got this shirt. Correct, I'm going to take off correct. the shirt. Now I got this hat. That's the, But that used to be like the biggest thing everywhere. Yeah. I mean, ESPN and ESPNU would spend all day on it. Rest in peace to late great big Dave Thibodeau. He and Mike would be in Baton Rouge. You know, me and, and Steve or Jay would be out at the, the facilities here covering you well. And it was sort of an all-day thing. Now it's like a couple guys, you know, they're going to they're gonna make their announcements. And that's that. And a couple you guys know. are flip, flip-flop, like you say, schools. and The cat from it. New Iberia that, that danced with, with Brian Kelly. 
That was awesome. That was awesome, Khalil. What do you make of Brian? What, what, I call him Big BK. Is he just leaning well, in now to the... He's yes, just, he is. Yes, he's he is. totally leaning into. oh, people are talking about it, making fun of it. All right, I'm just going to go harder. And it's smart. I, I'm seeing what Brian Kelly's doing uh, in bringing a bunch of Louisiana guys on his staff. He went and got uh, Frank Wilson from Lake Charles, brought, brought him back. He got a uh, former Purple Knight, I forget his name, but he used to be the wide receivers coach for Georgia, if I'm not mistaken. He's coming in. And he's coming in. He's going to get a bunch of disgruntled players from different schools in the SEC and different schools around the nation that are former Louisiana guys. He's bringing them all back in. He's he's assimilating into the culture. I hate to say it. I mean, his accent still sucks, but he's assimilating into the culture. I talked to uh, Gritty. He got Gritty over there f- almost on payroll. Teaching him to do it. Teach him to do it. Got the recruits coming in. They're grinning and all it, the promotion. Will it, will it work? Who knows? Who knows? But... It's lean, working now. Lean into it. Uh, I mean, now, he when didn't they get that recruit, did he? He didn't get that recruit, but he's getting. I thought there was like a, he's a lot building of Louisiana a guys that, that left that they were recruiting. I, I I agree, but I feel as though he's building a culture. I'll also say this: whether people are talking about Kelly, whether they're talking about Desermo, whether some people still talk about Billy Napier, whatever. It's the first recruiting class for each of them at their new schools. Like yeah, uh, Lincoln Raleigh. Like let's let's. Well, what about this? What about that? Like, you really, I think you learn a lot about someone's ability to recruit a couple years down the road. Yeah, no. That's that's what it is. First recruiting class, I mean, you judge judge a coach by the, I say, not the first class, the quarterbacks. That's the biggest thing. I mean, because like you say, everything else you can uh, patch up or bring in from the transfer portal. But, hey, you're going to get paid the big bucks for the recruiting quarterback you're going to bring in. We saw, I mean, Levi Lewis was a Coach HUD recruit, but Levi Lewis was the star of the tender of Billy Napier here in Louisiana, University of Louisiana. So who's going to be the next uh, quarterback, one, for Brian Kelly, and two, for Michael Desimo? And Billy Napier. So everywhere, who's going to be the quarterback? We will see, won't we? 13 players signed with Louisiana. You know, I think there's a lot of focus on the portal. As far as Louisiana goes, they only got one player from the portal, but he was a grad transfer. So whether the portal existed or not, if we were still under the old rules, the same thing would have happened. Correct. And he, uh, James Ahomba, who was at Michigan State, reached out to them once he got in the portal, probably realized, okay, who's a good team that might be short on O-line? Yeah. Reached out to him. You know, you got Ephraim Reed. You got other UL guys. Now Blangoche. He wasn't there at the time. But you got a number of UL guys on the Michigan State staff. Yeah. So they reached out. They did their research. And they were like, all right, come on down for an official visit. And that was that. And they got one JUCO guys. But I like how we got that connection, though, that Michigan connection. Michigan State, hey, there's Michigan a lot. Michigan State connection. UL stuff up in, in the Big Ten. But um, I think for, for Coach Desermo, it is about, and I, I'll, I'll probably talk, I'll talk to him about this in 25 minutes, but ideally you want guys, you want the continuity of get a guy in as a freshman, Build them up, correct, and 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 keep them in the program. Like that's what they want to do here. Um, that's what they want to do at UL, and I think you see it in this class. Like, and because of the COVID year, and 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 having the quote super seniors, there really wasn't that many scholarships available. I think you know the class was never going to be that big, but if you don't have a number of guys leave the portal, who knows what happens? There's you're probably not getting you know a couple of guys. Like David Hudson and Patrick Mensa walk on. She's probably not having the emergency scholarships. You might have to have other guys that maybe end up leaving. Like it, it, 
th- there were other impacts to them leaving other than the obvious, oh, those guys entered the portal and yada, yada, yada. All of the the side effects that came from that, I think, aren't really being talked about much. And I think the transfer portal thing, it's hot now because it coincides with the NIL and everything. I think once everyone's just used to it being what it is, it's not going to be... I'm not saying it's not going to slow down. I'm just saying it's not going to be as big of a story, say, three, four years from now. It's just going to be, oh, yeah, the transfer portal. People will look it up, who's leaving, who's going where. And it's kind of the hot topic now. But um, I don't know. It was it was talked about a lot yesterday, and yesterday was just I think it's gonna signing day. It's going to always remain a hot topic. I don't think it's just going to cool down when it's a hot name that's moving around. Sure. But I mean I mean a hot topic is as much as maybe like National Signing Day used to be. Oh, stars, recruits, where is he going to sign like in that regard? It's like the topic right now. Okay. Yeah. I just feel like it'll it'll settle in and and be I'm not saying like I said, it's not going anywhere. No. You know what I mean? Um you know, in any sport I think in college, particularly football and men's and women's basketball and now you're just you're recruiting the players to come to you and then you're recruiting them while they're already there. Part of the deal. You gotta deal with it. It's life. Uh, I mean, twenty four seven recruiting. If you recruited me, if you recruited me, I follow you, Scott. It's interesting though when I see. Oh, you would. I would. Thank you. I would. Are <laughs> you a coach, how, Mitch? That's I don't know how I am as a recruiter. Interesting in seeing what uh, what Tyron Matthew said last week, and then our friend James Butler, who was in here last week with me, maybe it was two weeks ago. He was telling me about the transfer portal because Tyron's. Tyron's like, I don't like the portal yeah. because he sat behind Patrick Peterson and Clayborn. he said it made him more hungry. He said he learned a lot more. And James Butler, who had a, a nice career at UL, he was saying, look, when I came back from my injury, if the portal had been around, he admitted, he's like, I probably would have left for Louisiana Tech. And he's so glad that he didn't. But he said his mindset at that age was like, Man, I don't know why they're not playing me. Am I, you know, am I gonna get in this? And he stuck with it. And he ended up, you know, getting back into a starting role and was part of four straight New Orleans Bowl, you know, wins no, and, and did I a lot of good about stuff. What Tyron said though, Tyron played as a freshman, so he could say what he wanted. He- well, no, James did too. Yeah, that was the thing. He played and then he, he played as a freshman. Then he got hurt when he came back. It was like now, see, James has a better story than Tyron because Tyron. Was what all SEC as a freshman, and then and then I don't know the, if he, he was he was awesome. He was I mean, awesome he was as a number freshman. fourteen, and you were like, "Who is that dude?" Is fast. And then the second year was a Heisman candidate. So it's like, yeah, yeah, Tyron, you sat behind Patrick Peterson, Mo Claiborne, but oh, okay. <laughs> my, my thing is like, it, everyone's got a story, right? Like, there are going to be some kids that hit the portal, and it's going to be the best thing they ever do, and there are going to be others that maybe one day look back and be like, you know what, I don't. I don't know if it was the right thing. I mean, everyone's got an own story. There's no, I mean, that's like, there, there, like there's no. Where you want to sign when your initial, right. when you initially go to school, everybody's going to have a, like you say a story like, oh man, I should have went to this school over this school, or I should have went here. The over ones here. that are going to constantly say should are the ones that are never going to get to play a lot, and the ones that play, whether it be at their old school or new school, are the ones that are going to be like, you know, what, it's the best decision I made, and that's the reality of it, right? I mean that's that's it is what it is, but I mean the the best players always get on the field. I hate to see it, but uh, so the kids that entered the transfer portal wasn't getting PT or, or playing time for whatever various reasons in one school, and then goes to another school and doesn't get the same PT or, or playing time. Well, I hate to see it's it. on you. It's on you. It's on you. <laughs> so, like, there's always like that exception in terms of like what position you play because if you're a quarterback and you want to start i mean there's only there's right. only one starting quarterback it's only one yeah if so, you're if you're a kicker if you're a puncher 
Um, you can move around. You might end up in Alabama one day. It's, it's kind of like there. there's only one spot for you, uh, or there's only one that gets to play unless someone gets hurt. Now there's multiple quarterbacks, punters, and kickers on a roster. I get it. But if one of them transfers and feels like I'm, I know I'm playing right away, then you know, good for you. But if you're one of those other positions where there's there's multiple spots, you just you can say, "Oh, well, Scott, there's only one left tackle." I get it. I get that there's only one spot technically for each specific position, but you get what I'm saying. I mean, there's a difference between when a safety transfers and when a quarterback transfers. If you're a quarterback and you get to go and you get to start right away somewhere, whereas you're going to be backing someone else up. I mean, you had a couple of Heisman winners in a row that were transfers. Like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna bag on you if you get to go play somewhere. I mean, the 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 clock is short. But as you said, some of these guys, they're gonna have to look in the mirror one day and be like, you know what? Maybe it was me. And maybe it was me. Maybe I wasn't as. Maybe I was a five star in Wichita, Utah. Wichita. <laughs> Wichita, Utah. It's that and and I went to Bama, from. and then those guys was bigger than everybody that was in the whole state. Like, it's just is what it is. I got to Google this. Is there a town called Wichita? Probably is. I didn't know there was a China, Texas, but I've been there. Okay. Uh, there's a, there's a, a Wakita, if that's how you pronounce it. There is no Wichita, but there is a Wakita, a town in Grand, uh, Grand County, Oklahoma. Because it was founded the- in 1898, it's eight miles south of the uh, the Kansas border, and it is it the, should be a Wichita. It is the all right. It is the notable location of the 1996 blockbuster feature film Twister. They even have a Twister the movie museum See, in this very small town. All right. And what's funny is that was the name of I'm not mistaken of the character that was in that that uh, that. Funny horror movie? I can't remember. I don't know. I don't know where you where there's somewhere in your Wichita. Somewhere in Norman Locke's lexicon, Wichita just came out. Wichita. You ever I, see? How'd you, you ever, spell it? You ever? W i k i t a. Now Wakita is W a k i t a. This is just the great race. No, it's Wichita. Wichita, no, Kansas. And that's how you pronounce it? Yes, yeah, Wichita. W a k i t a. Yep, Wichita. All right, there you go. It's apparently best known for Twister. You ever see that? The movie? Years ago. I think I saw it years ago, but then I guess rest, rest in peace, Bill Paxton. Ah, man. It was uh it was a mo it was a it, w- it it was a huge success. It was definitely a, a moment in time. I'm trying to see where did I, I know where I got the name from, but it wasn't really from Twister. Trying to think of what. Well, I don't even think they called it that in Twister. Like, I don't think they said, we're going to Wichita. I think it was because that would confuse people. It sounds too similar to Wichita. You don't want to confuse people. ESPN Lafayette, best ticket in sports. Coach Desimo coming up at 630. Um, but really important, something much more important than the norm than me, than Coach Des, than this show that's happening right now. And that's the St. Jude Radiothon. It started yesterday, it continues today. And every single dollar. Every single penny, every single donation makes a difference. St. Jude, you get that call as a family that no one would ever want to get. Your child has cancer. What do you do? No family spends a penny at St. Jude. It is all donation. The survival rate of kids diagnosed with cancer has grown astronomically at St. Jude from what it used to be. The technology, the science, everything, how how it's evolved. Um, you visit St. Jude, it doesn't feel like a hospital. They try to make it 
a place that feels welcoming because they know the battle that these families and these children are up against. You see all the great videos of the kids ringing the bell, right? They're ringing the bell. That's just part of a lifelong story. And it's a great part, but you can't find a better cause. Maybe you can find a comparable cause. You can't find a better cause, guys. You're fighting childhood cancer. For less than a dollar a day, you can become a monthly donor. Pledge $19 a month. You can win one of these. uh, You can get one of these sweet love music Stop Cancer shirts. I had Coach Dez rocking one yesterday. We'll throw it up on our Twitter profile for you to see. Call now. 1-800-372-4999. That's 1-800-372-4999. Get one of the awesome shirts. But more than that, you're helping fight cancer. And maybe you don't want a shirt. Maybe you're like, I can't donate much. No matter how small or how big the donation, it all makes a difference. If you're texting like Norm does all the time, you can text donate. Text the word LIVE, L-I-V-E, to the number 626262. That's 62 three times. 626262, text the word LIVE. You'll get a text from St. Jude. There'll be a link there. You can donate that way. Make it happen. Be a part of it. It's a cause that uh, I know You know your fraternity is a big part of. Mm-hmm. Coach Dez was telling me um, not during an interview, but just in general, talking St. Jude yesterday, his wife was a tri-delt. It was such a big cause for them. I mean, here at Town Square, it's always been a cause, but I think it's it's a noble cause that anyone and everyone can get behind. Uh, I remember I've interviewed her before. Her name's Danielle. <clears throat> when I was a kid, my friend's little sister got diagnosed with leukemia. She was like seven, and she went to St. Jude, and she made it. She has kids now, and, and she's such a big part of the cause. But wow. um, the stories, and, you know, she was sharing a story. She has this old tape recording that she was recording with some other patients there, and um, she was listening to it years later, and, you know, a lot of those voices didn't make it, um, unfortunately, but some did. And that fight is something we can all get behind. So, again, St. Jude Radiothon, text the word L-I-V-E to the number 626262. Or call 1-800-372-4999, either way, and you can donate that way. Be a part of it. Uh, ESPN Lafayette, the best ticket in sports. The Bengals are in the Super Bowl, Norm. The Bengals. I saw a tweet floating around the internet that says that's just like the Sacramento Kings making it to the finals. How do you feel about that? I I, I disagree because as far like the Maybe they made it it to the finals like when they were in an old city years ago, like Kansas City, or they were actually, I think, the Cincinnati Royals at one point. Now the yeah, I think that's when it was. Yeah, but in terms of like that city and their team going, they never made it to a Super Bowl. I mean, Cincinnati's been to a few Super Bowls; they just haven't won it. And Sacramento was like really, really good for a few years and couldn't quite get over that. Cincinnati won four games last year. They won two the year before, so, so. this, is it too far off to, to call them the Sacramento Kings? Like, I, you mean like it would be like if out of nowhere the Kings made it? That's I what mean, you that's mean? literally how the Bengals, I saw the Bengals. Yes, right? so. there was, nobody, literally nobody had the Bengals in the Super Bowl. No, no. I guess if the, I, 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 get, I get what you're saying now. You're saying it would be comparable if, in terms of just a team. Yeah, if the Kings, okay, if the, the Kings have I, I, been bad okay. for a long okay. time. And next season, the Kings are in the finals. We'll be like, what the hell is going on? I mean, <laughs> dude, I mean, Phoenix. Phoenix was bad for, for years. Yeah, but and- Phoenix had some good years. 
to to put in the pedigree. They weren't even in the they weren't even in the playoffs though. Like I, the the difference is Chris Paul was an old veteran and Joe Burrow was a rookie. But find me the comp where a team gets the number one overall pick. That just doesn't happen in the Lakers. NBA. But they traded the number one overall pick. Yeah, it just doesn't. I don't know. It just doesn't happen. They did make the playoffs, they, and then that's the Lakers won a who like are always in the mix and always being talked about. Like the the Bengals are just they be Milwaukee. Man. They're unique. It takes. It's hard to find an NBA comp because you just don't see that zero to first in the NBA unless it's a glamour team that Pelicans. trades for a bunch of superstars. There you go. There you the go. Pelicans end up in the finals Make next year. Make it happen, baby. That would be pretty awesome. Um, now, nah, man, the Bengals, it's, it's pretty wild. And the NFL, which just keeps uh, – the NFL's too big to fail. I mean, that's the, the oh, obvious yeah, no, choice. No, no, like they're, machine. They make so much money, and yet they just fall on their face a lot. And, and we could talk about the Brian Flores lawsuit a little bit later on. Um, the city of Cincinnati, you know, it's you, you see you see shots of crowds that gather in a city to watch their team play in a championship. And you know, we saw it in Milwaukee with the Bucks. You mm-hmm. saw it in Toronto with again. We're, we're doing the NBA comp here, but like it's cool. Like okay, you can't afford to like go to the Super Bowl, but like thousand dollars get. get, get Get together, like get together, go watch your team play all in one big spot. Um, a there were a number of proposals by the ha- Hamilton County, Ohio administration. They wanted to have a watch party at Paul Brown Stadium. Mm-hmm. Sure, it might be cold. You think Bengals? You think Cincinnati fans get? You mean we can get together care. and all go watch this at the big screen in the stadium? So they put together a proposal. They wanted to televise it on the huge, the huge screens at the stadium, and the NFL said no. Said no, you can't do it. We're shutting it down. Like what? What are you? What are you doing here? Because you're taking those individual eyeballs off the TV screens. Yeah, whatever. So right. you got you got how many people finish? Like, you got forty, fifty thousand people watching be, one like, TV, and you're gonna have like how many people watch the Super Bowl? Like, is it really gonna? Like, don't you think the PR that you get from shots, especially if they were to win, which I don't know if they are. But but either way, just the shots of let's check out the fans and like the whole idea of fan. I'm like, what? I'm honoring my TV contract, Scott. I'm honoring my TV contract. This is garbage. I feel like that's illegal streaming. This is garbage. <laughs> no, I mean it's they're going to have bars. They're going to shut down every bar. The, the NFL claims it? it's uh, it's legal and logistical barriers. Yeah, see, that's that's legal talk for we don't care about fans. We care about money. Uh, I'm siding with the NFL on this one. You would. Siding with the NFL with on this one. With your cartel mindset. I mean, you know, sometimes it's just the the financial implications just doesn't doesn't help. I mean, I need we need all those individual pairs of eyeballs. I guess Baker Mayfield can't have any people over to his uh, his house in Cleveland to watch the game since he lives at Cleveland Stadium, apparently. Allegedly. His commercials aren't bad. It's just, it's tough for me to enjoy them because I just don't think Baker's that good. I mean, I don't personally like Aaron Rodgers. Every time I see a double check commercial, I'd be like, get this dude off the screen. So yeah. I, I understand. Yeah. I understand. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Okay. There you go. I understand. So I every time I see him in the commercial, I'd be like, bro, put Chris Paul back up here. <laughs> so I was just like, put Chris Paul. What's Cliff? I think, hey, Cliff, I think come out of the agent out in, here. In terms of money, in terms of the Cincinnati thing, I do think there's a marketing aspect that could help them 
if you let fans go in. First of all, I don't think they would marketing pack aspect that helps I, I don't Cincinnati, think, not the NFL. You don't Cincinnati. think it, you don't think it helps the brand of the NBA when they're showing shots of a fan base at what was it Jurassic Park and and what do they call the one in Milwaukee? You don't think that helps the brand seeing the fandom and the jubilation of these fan bases like all together going crazy since they're not actually at the game you still get to see it the constant shots of that like i think that definitely has been those are two franchises that i'll say have small market fan bases so what are yes, the Bengals? compared to la which they're trying to build more fans in la so why would they care about Bengals fans watching the game in Cincinnati over L.A. Now, the the Super Bowl was in about a, one more than the other. No, I, I mean, it's, it's, you asking me the reason. I, it, I can't care. I'm going to care about my... It's the NFL. I'm it's, care about it's, it's L.A., TV. Los Angeles, guy over Cincinnati. I'm it's, sorry. It's TV. It's higher. First of all, nobody, nobody would show up in L.A. to watch a game on a screen. Again, I would care. If it was, if it was L.A. in the situation, if it was the Rams in the inverse situation... It'll be making it happen for L.A. because you have the stars there. Like you say, you talk about promotion and Man, PR. It's a lot more PR if you got Snoop Dogg and and and, and Oh, they'll and, be and in all the those... game to be seen, no, but a watch party, I, they wouldn't waste their time. Like I said. They would rather would, be the actual Super Bowl, right? It would. It would work. It would have worked out if it was a bigger team that needed it done other than Cincinnati in Cincinnati. Nobody, nobody cares. I'm sorry. I, I'm I, sorry. I think it would be good for the league. Good branding. Show the fan base, a long-suffering fan base, having the moment. I wish everybody could get hugs in the morning, too. That would be good for everybody's mental health. But you just like can't do, do it. it. They, don't like, they don't. You just can't do it. You said it right the first time. It's them getting really hung up on, like, a TV deal. I mean, they shut down in Lafayette. They the Downtown one time wanted to show, like, a Thursday night Saints game, like, at the park. Mm-hmm couple hundred people the nfl somehow got word of it and like threatened them with lawsuit i would have too this is this is this y'all is, cutting into my bottom line scott stop trying to cut into these people bottom lines it's the bottom line a couple hundred people we sold game, these tv contracts we got to honor our contracts even if we don't want to do it i gotta threaten suit to honor my tv contracts i might want to do it but you see these that black and white on the contract gotta uphold it Couple hundred people, couple billion dollars. How about, how about what, what about what about when are they going to start shutting down like watch parties at bars and whatnot? You pay for it, Scott. I was going to tell you, you pay for you the streaming. Pay, you don't pay for the. It's a network. It's a. If the you, game if, is on network. The Super Bowl is on network TV, and the bars are paying the network. You realize you pay cable. a network? No, not net. Network is free. You can literally get an antenna and watch NBC for free. Yeah, I do it. I have an antenna. Yeah, this isn't bars this isn't a, a UFC pay per view. Bars don't do that. If they have NBC, it's free. Yeah, but they but nine times out of ten, nine times out of ten, nine times out of ten, they pay for Cox in Louisiana. Well, they, the, the, when you pay for cable, you're not paying for the networks. It just comes with the package. You're paying for all the other channels. Correct. But I know some type of way, Sky, if we Google it, do some research, money from Cox is going back to some of those big-time cable corporations. So you're getting it. Uh, it, it if network TV is free, Norm. But again. It's free. I want the you to Super prove is free. that the NFL not making money off Cox. That's all I was going to say. What is, what, yeah, but they're making money off of Cox for the NFL network and all the other programming. They're right. making money from ESPN. They're making money from what these networks are paying them. Then that's the bottom line. Like I said, yeah, I'm not, I need all eyeballs on each. I need pairs of eyeballs on one TV screen. So the bars ain't the problem. So if So by your estimation, you think that if they're showing it at like 
a stadium or say Champion Square or 60, downtown. 7,000 people? That, first of all, 60,000 people in downtown Lafayette. No, it's like a couple hundred. They're not. They're not doing. Oh, the well, same you thing. Told, you saying stadiums? They're, no, no. We're getting. We're getting. We're getting back to the Lafayette. You say one. Champion not, Square. That's not, a lot of people. They're not, they're not, not hundred paying. People. They're not paying for that. Who's not? Who's your, what is your question? You're saying bars are paying. I say yeah. They're, they're the, like so paying. so it's not. They're paying for cable. Doesn't so I say it doesn't happen at these other places too. What other places? Whether it be downtown Lafayette in a park, whether it be Champion Square, they're not paying for cable. I've never seen them do it, so How I mean, you, know? you, you might be telling me. I've, I, mean, I, I, I don't know. You, I'm asking you. Have you seen a paper cable? Network is free, but they're paying. You can't. I said they're paying the cable company. The what you do? Well, see, they're not show. They're not paying for cable these other places. I don't know. I'm asking you. You say you know. I don't know. I know that the clubs pay for cable, so I'm asking you because you know. I don't I know think, if Park Lafayette. What's it think, called? I, I, do they I think, pay for I think the the NFL just. You got a subscription. They, oh, they use somebody else's subscription. That's illegal too. They don't. I can't use your Cox you in, me. in Lafayette Square to watch for three hundred people lot, to watch. I think a, a lot of us have broken the law before when it comes to. Hey, hey! I just told you that black and white. I'm honoring my television contract, Scott. You trying to break my contract? This is Norm. He defends the monster of the NFL. I'm defending contracts Sounds and legality. Like you're defending the monster of the NFL. I'm defending contracts and legality. I understand. They, they could do whatever they want. I understand contracts. I just can't believe you. I just didn't realize you were, you just always supported the man. I support contracts. He supports the man just pressing their thumb I down on the good people agreements. of America. Contracts and agreements, Scott. It's what this, this country is built off. Signatures. <laughs> now, to your point, because my brother owns uh, a club and a bar downtown. He does have to pay Way more for cable. You, yeah, you pay way more. That's what I know. Like, and no, then, like, to get, like, a, no, no, a, I mean, a, a you're, UFC you're right. fight no, is crazy. No, I know, I know it is. You're right about that. But I didn't want to say that right at the beginning because we're going to be able to argue for a couple minutes. No, he, he, pays, he pays a lot more. He does. And then I tried to one time um, do a drive in movie, and you, you have to pay hands over fists for any movie. You do better getting. A older movie that the oh, yeah. license is like crazy cheap mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. than trying to get a new movie oh, yeah. and play it somewhere else. No, no, go go show go show Snow White made nineteen thirty seven. You you go go show an old Disney movie <clears throat> that's based off a fairy tale that they don't actually have the rights to, and that's that's your that's your way around. Yeah, yeah, that's your way around. You know, like you could play like when you watch Shrek and they're making fun of old Disney characters, like not all of them, only the ones that are protected under the. The fairy tale. The fairy tale. Uh, Those, you can't do it. Yeah, because yeah. the legality, like I said, legality start going, ooh, black and white. I just didn't know you were carrying the NFL's water. That's what That's what surprises me here. Well, after I were, watching. I thought, were, I thought you were a man of the people. After watching the Sean Payton documentary, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Why do, you, why, do you, why do you call it a documentary? When, when the movie came on, it says based on true story. Based on real events. Is the Texas Chainsaw Massacre... Um, that's a that's a real events, not a true story. No, no it's, it's it says it says inspired by true events. No, that's not what what uh, the documentary said. It said based a, on a true story. It's, it's literally not, five it's, five seconds into the movie. It's not it's not a documentary. I don't know. I, I, My man. thing is uh, all right. Uh, on a serious note, before we get to coach, is it Sean Payton's son really named Connor? Um, yeah. Oh yeah. Is this Sean is a Payton's name really named Sean? It's a documentary all the way, bro, man. Oh man, Roger you know Goodell docu- was you know what there a too. Documentary is. You realize a documentary is different than a movie inspired by true events, right? Yes. Okay. 
I do. Okay. No, I, I don't think you do. That's why I'm putting it in the classification. You, I don't think you understand what a documentary is. Nah. Either that or no, he he does, guys. He's just he's no, just trolling. They asked Sean Payton in the movie about the legalities of the case. Did he do it? Did he commit any wrongs? Yeah, that man, this is a deep movie. It's a deep movie. Deep. Deep. <laughs> this is a deep movie. Deep movie. So you cried. I no. I was really close. The relationship <laughs> between Sean Payton and Connor Payton. And the, the the fork that was in between it, and the the step husband, like it was just, uh, it was a lot going on. I, 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 I it, it I pulled on me. I didn't, I didn't see it. When a movie says, not talking about home team for the moment, in general, when a when a movie says, let me let me look up the definition. Inspired by true events, my my question or my response is always, isn't everything inspired by true events? Okay. I got the definition for a documentary, okay? It's to present factual information about the world outside of the film. It's not there it's not fiction. Documentary is not fiction. Yeah. You understand that? Like there's no it's not they don't have to do the thing at the end of the movie that says some of the events were They didn't show that at the end of, of, of Homebound. Oh, really? You watched every credit? I watched Homebound. It. A home run, I'm sorry. Not home, home run. run. <laughs> you like, man can't talk. He's going to gather his thoughts. We'll uh, we'll talk to Rage Occasion head football coach Michael Desimo. I chatted with him yesterday after uh, signing day. That's coming your way next. And uh, we'll try to educate Norm on what a true documentary is. Don't go anywhere. This is ESPN Lafayette, the best ticket in sports. What up, guys? It's Scott. You know I'm here to tell you about the DraftKings Sportsbook because it is officially live in Louisiana right now with mobile sports betting just in time for the big game. Right now, you can place a bet in Louisiana with DraftKings Sportsbook without leaving the comfort of your couch. To add to the excitement, DraftKings is going to give new customers a special offer. You don't want to miss it, guys. Bet just $5 or more on any playoff game and win 280 in free bets if your team is victorious. Use the promo code 1420. The wait's over. Head to DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's live. You can do all kind of fun stuff like same game parlays where you combine multiple bets from the same game for that bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. DraftKings is safe. It's secure. It's reliable. And best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. It's simple. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code 1420 and get 56 to 1 odds on any team. Bet just $5 or more and win 280 in free bets if your team wins. That's promo code 1420 this week at DraftKings Sportsbook. 21 plus, physically present in Louisiana. Availability varies by parish. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for full terms and conditions. Licensee partner, Golden Nugget, Lake Charles. Gambling problem? Call 1-877-770. The biggest names in sports are talking to you every day on the Rich Eisen Show with me, Rich Eisen. I know! Every weekday from noon to 3, right here on ESPN Lafayette. ESPNLafayette.com and the ESPN Lafayette app. ESPN Lafayette. ESPNLafayette.com and the ESPN Lafayette app. All right, welcome back in to the Great Scott Show. ESPN Lafayette, the best ticket in sports. Visiting now with Louisiana Raging Cajun head football coach Michael Desermo. I, uh, I talked to George Munoz and tried to get him to, to say something funny about you. He refused. He didn't take the bait. Um, but, you know, in all seriousness, what's it like being a head coach, having guys that coached you, that you played with in George and the Lamar Morgan, just that relationship that you need in college football and that trust level, being able to be a head coach where it feels like, I mean, I know there's some guys on the staff you're still getting to know, but certainly there's some relationships there that, that go a ways back. It meant everything to me, you know, and there's a bunch of different schools of thought on it. Um, you know, some people are, are worried about the 
the dynamic of can they handle me being the head coach now I've never it's not really an issue for me you know I mean I I want people that I trust to the to the core and people that I know are about the right things and you know those two guys that you just spoke about in particular I mean they're 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 real guys I mean they're loyal to the end and um we've got that type of staff that's what makes what we do so much fun and it makes it makes it easy to put the work in do the things that we do because we feel that way about each other in terms of the signing class, I know, <clears throat> excuse me, a lot in the early signing class for um, on on actual signing day, which we're recording at this time. Folks will hear it uh, the day or two after. But what uh, what about preferred walk-ons? How many guys uh, do you think are, are getting to campus and that at some point will be on scholarship but just aren't officially part of this class? Well, you know, I mean, with preferred walk-ons, you never really know how it turns out as far as the scholarships go. You know, I mean. Um, that kind of happens down the road as they kind of they, they kind of make their way in the program. You see if they pan out the way you think they will. Um, so basically, you know, we get to carry 135 people on the team, and this is a good question that you ask because people don't understand fully. So 85 can be on scholarships. So that means you can have 50 walk-ons. For us, it is incredibly important to get the best walk-on candidates that we can get here. Um, you know, the way that we practice and the way that we believe in development. Um, Whenever we're in fall camp and spring practice, every single person on our team, they practice every day. They get reps every day and good good on good periods and team periods and things like that. And so for us, it's critical to have the best walk-ons we can get. What's helped us is the fact that we've put so many on scholarship and have continued to do that. Um, so, you know, to put a number on it, you know, we got a bunch of them on the team right now that are good, great walk-ons that have a chance down the line. Um, but we're going to get to our 135 some way, shape, or form. And, um, you know, we recruit these kids. You know, we, we don't just take anybody that says, hey, I want to walk sure. on. We, we, we try to be really thorough with that as well because, um, I don't know, we just believe in giving everybody a real chance. And you have to have the right types of players that, to be able to do that. You know, to circle back on that, if, if I can, Des, you mentioned – during your press conference at National Signing Day, some recent walk-ons that earned the scholarship. And folks might look at it and say, oh, well, you know, some kids left for the transfer portal and now this. It's like you pointed out, you know, whether it be Hudson or, or, or Patrick Mensa, and I'm leaving a few out, but that, and, and you can circle back to the previous staff, which you were on in terms of consistently guys that were walk-ons like a Shane Vallow and then became such a core piece. It's it's you would like to say well it's like that at every college football program some more than others it, at this program it seems to be the case though well it certainly is you know and it's to, you know it's a phrase that coach napier coined he, he called the heart he called the walk-ons the heartbeat of our program um and it's something that i i truly believe in because to come here and to pay your way and to do the things that are required it takes a special individual and um it's hard, you know. I mean, shoot, it's hard when you're a, when you're a scholarship player and you're a freshman, and, and everything's new, and it's hard, and it's different, and you don't see the light at the end of the tunnel, and you feel like you're buried. And for these walk-ons that do it, and do it with the best attitude you've ever seen, and just a work ethic, and just a you know joy to be here, it, it means everything to us. So, for us, you know, I remember whenever I was growing up, Nebraska was like the walk-on university. They had a great walk-on program they put kids on scholarship kids wanted to walk on there that's what we want this place to be for kids that you know that we recruit that we think are good enough and maybe the numbers don't work out however that goes um we want kids that maybe don't have offers that they 
feel really confident in going and signing scholarships to to come and give us a chance. And, um, you know, you have to reward the ones that deserve it, though, to continue to do that. And for us, I mean, that's a huge point of emphasis for us. You know, as a staff, we sat down and we had a couple guys leave and said, look, you know, I said, I think these guys deserve it. And everyone on the staff, you know, said, heck, yeah, let's, you know, these guys absolutely deserve it. So um, it's something we've done. And something we'll certainly continue to do. Coach Michael Desimo, our guest, ESPN Lafayette, the best ticket in sports. In regards to the actual class, you know, you, we've covered it online and, and folks can go and read up. I'm not going to ask you about each individual kid. I know you've talked a lot about it, but the transfer portal, you pointed out, listen, because of the COVID year and, and the quote super seniors, there weren't maybe as many openings as people thought. Aside from that, like, how much did the transfer portal, if at all, impact this signing class in your mind? Was there any different direction where if transfer portal isn't, I guess, what it currently is, do you think the class would have been different at all, or is it kind of what you expected? I really don't for us. Um, you know, the, the James Ohamba, who we cook, took out of the portal, he was a grad transfer. He'd have been available. Right. Um, Regardless, right. Correct. We took a junior college transfer he'd have been available and then we signed up a bunch of really really good high school players so it didn't really affect us a whole lot um obviously it it was negatively affected us right with some of the attrition we had um it was just more publicized this year you know every year you have kids that leave the program that Mm -hmm. that you really don't want to leave this year the the transfer portal was a hot topic it'll continue to be um but it's just something that we're going to have to adjust to and live with because that's that's the that's the nature of it at this point um But for us, I mean, you know, where we had immediate needs and and felt like we had impact players, we we took some transfers. But, you know, I've said it and I believe this to the core. A program is built on kids that are going to be here for four or five years, for kids that have an emotional investment and attachment to this place. Um, And that's just that's just what I believe. And I've seen it work. And, um, you know, we're not going to stray far from that blueprint because I know it works. And um there's too many good high school players in our state and locally, you know, right outside of this state that, sure. you know, you don't, you don't have to do that here. And continuity in sports is, you know, I, I don't think you could put a, obviously a price tag on it uh, for lack of better words. And I think continuity anywhere, but I'd even say like at a, at a strong uh, G5 program like UL that finished 16th in the country and, you know, as you said, it's yeah, certainly it helps in recruiting when you walk in with the longest winning streak in college football. But I think continuity is such a big part of that success. I mean, it's it's part of the plan as to why you were promoted. And like you said, you want to build it with continuity in mind. Certainly not to say you never take a transfer or a JUCO kid or whatever, but at the core of it, you never want to be one of those places where, okay, we got 50, 60 new players this year. Where did they come from? I don't recognize any of that. That's not what you guys are doing here. Y'all are trying to build it at the foundation with that continuity in mind. We are, and, and I believe, you know, and some every, every university is different. At our university, you don't have to do it that way. Um, and, you know, truthfully, our community, that's really not the way they want it built, to be honest with you. They like to see the local names that they recognize, that they know. Um, I firsthand have seen how a community gets behind a local product in myself. And, you know, the support I've received from this university has been phenomenal and and just really unimaginable for me. Um, And I just I think that in this particular case, when you're the University of Louisiana, I just don't believe that you got to do it that way. And, um, you know, for us, 
it's uh it's something that we strongly believe in as a staff and it's something that you know we take pride in development and we say that all the time we like to get these kids in here that we have we have our hands on and you know what if they red shirt great they don't play for two years great they'll continue to they don't play for three years great at some point they will develop into players that we really really want here and that are very good players for us and we take pride in that approach Coach Michael Desimo has uh, has been our guest. This is ESPN Lafayette, the best ticket in sports. Our last question, it's, I don't know that it would ever come to fruition, but let's say your staff just got together for a little pickup football game. All right. I mean, who's, who, are you a quarterback? I know George, you know, flung it around in the Arena League back in the day. Like, which, is, is he the other quarterback? And, and who's who's winning here? Who's, who's the best? Because... I know you're really competitive, but there's some other guys on this staff. I mean, neighbors might get in there and, and run over some folks. So what would a, what would a, a, a staff pickup football game look like in your mind? It would probably be more physical than a, a two-hand touch game should be, you know, with guys like neighbors in there and, and Lamar Morgan. Don't, don't let Coach Morgan fool you now. He's quiet and everything, but he was not that way on the field. Um, yeah, Coach Munoz would have to play quarterback because – He's not going to get out there and run around, you know. So taking the shotgun and just two seconds yeah, throw. Yeah, that's time. right. You know, so he could he could he could get the ball out. He 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 could do that for us. Uh, you know, it, I can promise you this: if you ever seen us play basketball at noon, it gets way too heated for what we are. So I'd imagine the football game would go the same way. <laughs> Got to keep the competitive juices flowing, uh, Mike. Uh, appreciate the time, man. I know that with signing day wrapped up, it's you have a few days off. Probably the first time, and I don't know. Uh, since last summer so uh, enjoy it I know you're gonna be hanging out with your family but uh, all the best man we'll talk to you down the line Scott thank you it's always a pleasure good stuff from coach Dez Norm's filling me in on some ridiculous parts of the movie home team which he really thoroughly enjoyed Uh, I I got some of the most ridiculous we're gonna have to discuss after this don't go anywhere the great Scott show continues Saints head coaching search continues We got uh, Cajun Hoops tonight. Women and men will give you the details on that. It's all coming your way right here on ESPN Lafayette, the best ticketed sports. This is the one place where you can really let the referees know exactly how you feel. This is the NFL, which stands for not for long when you make them calls. ESPN Lafayette, ESPNLafayette.com, and the ESPN Lafayette app. ESPN Lafayette, best ticket in sports. I'm on your case. Norman Locke. The troll master. Truth giver. Truth giver. The, the, man, who giver. Thinks, the man who thinks comedy films inspired by true events are a documentary. He would believe anything. Hey, man. All I know is I looked up the definition of documentary. I gave it to you. I told you, you what really the film don't said. Know what a documentary is. I told you, I, the, you're well, being real serious here. If you, really you watch the movie, then I have a rebuttal. That a movie is. You watch the movie, and then you know, I have the, a rebuttal. The Academy Awards every year has a category for best documentary. Who watches that category? 
Who I watches sports. documentaries? I watch sports. Have you ever watched the Thirty for Thirty? I don't watch the. Uh, Did you watch Academy the Thirty Awards? for Thirty on the Academy Cowboys Awards. years ago about it? You know the Cowboys when they were good back when you were too young to even remember. Did no, because I'm watching home. That team. was a documentary I'm watching about home the Cowboys. Team. I'm watching the Bills losing four straight Super Bowls. That was a documentary. A literal film about the two years a after. Literal film. Sean Payton is suspended and docu- goes back to his hometown is. to find himself reconnecting with his 12-year-old son let's, that let's, he was not participating you, in his life, you're, you're obviously. Just, all you're doing is just talking about Sean Payton and getting away from the fact that you don't know what a documentary is. Now, let's let's get to something else. You, during the break, completely, mm-hmm. completely whiffed on the importance of chemistry between a quarterback and wide receiver. Now, see, you're just trying to get away from this great film. See, you've won. You, you, you All right, try so to at belittle. least now you're calling it a film. You, you, you're trying to be, I mean, movie, we, film, I they got terminology I for haven't seen Listen. it, and you keep calling it a documentary, which it's a lame That's joke. why I say like, you've been you, saying it for an hour. You need to watch it in order to rebuttal me. You can't say it's not a documentary until you watch it. It's not a documentary. God, why are you even doing this? It's so stupid. Watch it, then. Watch it. I show. might watch it one day. It's not going to change the fact that it's not watch a documentary. It. I just want you to watch it. I just want I you just to participate, want you to, participate in the conversation and watch it. I just want you to, to watch admit it. that you're just trolling right now. I'm not trolling until you watch it. If somebody else 269 do you actually think, do you actually know what a documentary is? Do you actually know? Yes. Are there documentary films on Netflix? Sure. Okay. There's documentary series too. Okay. A lot of those murder shows they have, documentaries. The Staircase, you ever seen that? Documentary. Mm-hmm. I've saw it, but I've, I've heard good things. Okay. It was interesting. I'm telling good things about Home Team. About a, a, a Happy Madison production movie. Yes. You've always loved those, by the way. Yes, I have. Because you have the humor of a six-year-old. Yeah, and I mean, a lot of people like um, the, the other guy that's in the movie. He played on Twilight. He played in Twilight. People love him. He was the, I think Taylor he was, Lautner? Yeah, people love who him. Who loves Taylor Lautner? Not me. I say people. <laughs> Name one person who loves Taylor Lautner. People love Twilight. The, Twilight was like 12 years ago, bro. Yeah. You're saying it like it wasn't a, a thing in, in you're like about pop 12 culture. years ago. I love how you're like, people love Taylor Lautner. <laughs> yeah, man. Tell you, man, one of the best actors out there right now is Taylor Lautner. People love him. People Anybody, name something other than Twilight and, and Home Team in his catalog of apparently films that people love. I got you. Oh, no, you're looking at your phone. You want me to say name him? You said, I, it, without looking yeah, at your phone. You're hating on a guy. You said at name your, him. Twilight's one of the biggest phone. movies of his career. It's like, you know, without like looking at your phone. He was a child actor. I mean... So how do you feel about uh what's what's this guy? What's the the guy I'm the only one. You don't know. Crazy. He was a child. You don't crazy. You don't know anything. I'm just looking up. Okay. Yeah. So from '09 to to 2020, he was in Grown Ups too. Hey, hey, Oof. Adam Sandler, be keep, keep not, his guys together, did man. Did not see that crap. Grown Ups too. Would not. No. I, I watched the first one and it was it was some of it was I. It would have been better off if I had just. Taking a dump for an hour and a half. Oh, yeah. See, he's that. more of a television guy as I'm looking. He was in the Bernie Mac show, My Wife and Kids, Summerland, you know, Duck Dodgers, Danny yeah, Phantom. Man, like, boy, that, yeah, that, people love him. Taylor, people love him. That Taylor Lautner. People yeah. love him. All right, here's what you have to do now. In your Twitter bio, I want you to add world's number one Taylor Lautner fan. People. I put people. People I, love. I just want in your Twitter bio some reference of Taylor Lautner. Well, I put Rob Snyder in there. I, I want a reference I love to Rob this, Snyder. this newfound love you have for somebody you love no Rob Snyder? about. No, I don't love him. I love Rob Snyder. Rob shark Snyder's... Boy and Lava Girl. Scott Brazos said he was Shark Boy. 
He was Shark Boy. My little brother loves that film. See, I told you, people love him. Love that film, really? So your little brother, he's, no, he, he came was in here right now and be like, dude, is Taylor, you love Taylor Lautner. If you'd be like, that's the guy from Shark Boy, Love Guy, he'd be like, I love Shark Boy. He's my Boy. guy. Would he, be, <laughs> would he be able to name anything else? Oh, Twilight. Somebody just hit you up and named some, so they obviously know him. Scott, you sounded like a hater right now. No. You sound like a hater of the youth right He's, now. You hate no Adam Sandler. You hate no uh, Happy well, Madison early, production. Early, early, you hate no Rob Sandler, Schneider. Early Sandler's great. You hate no the documentary that I, I like. Said, I said just, I'm not a, a giant Schneider fan. Hater. He's fine. He's hater. fine. I just thought it was funny when you're like, oh, they got that guy that everybody loves. They What's his him. name? Everybody. Everybody loved him. Boy, yeah, he's 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 all over the place. That Taylor Lautner. I mean, biggest uh, star in Hollywood. Everybody love him. I mean, that's like saying <laughs> no, Martin Lawrence what, hasn't been anything what, anything dude, like notable. Are you actually like? comparing Martin Lawrence to Taylor Lautner? People might You're love talking him. Talking about a comedic icon. There are some people, people that might can love that, him. like like. Why do I even waste my time? What? How did we get here? Why do you do this? Because you're a hater, Scott. Why you do you hate on the youth? You claim that quarterback-wide receiver chemistry is overrated. That's what you do. I didn't say that either. Uh, you, I, we'll, we'll let the audience decide if that's what you say. Because he told me something during the break that I that I thought was absurd. Absolutely absurd. You sleeping on... Find out what it is next. The male gigolo. On ESPN. On ESPN Lafayette, I never saw the Deuce Bigelow film. That's why I say you're a hater. I'm just letting y'all know, listeners. Scott hates Adam Sandler. Anything that's... Billy Madison and Happy Gilmore are two of my favorite movies of all time. I've seen them But then why why you hate why you Why you hate his production company? Uh, I hate some of the movies they have come out with that are really, really bad. And you know what? And I hate this list of names that you put out that Washington football team would have had a better chance of Oh, taking. yeah. Better so, than yeah. the Commanders. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The Grim Reapers. Better, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it wouldn't. No, it wouldn't. Imagine that logo. No, I don't. Give death on the helmet. No. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back right after this. ESPN Lafayette, the best ticket in sports. Great Scott! The Great Scott Show. And as they head into the final furlong, all of the other radio stations and radio hosts are left in the wake of a keen turn of speed by the Great Scott Show, the champion. With Scott Prather. Steal the show. Welcome in to the 8 o'clock hour of the Great Scott Show. We'll try to stay away from Taylor Lautner. Keep you, hey, hey, listeners, keep your wives away from the guy. I just, I just want, I want it somewhere in your Twitter bio. I want you to have something in there that has a reference to Taylor Lautner. Can you at least do that? It's sort of like a wink of the eye to the listening audience and to me. Twi- Taylor. It says ESPN radio personality, the morning lock-in, hashtag 2600. University of Louisiana alumnus, NABJ, and, uh, and NUPE. Nope. There's, there's some room in there. There's some room in there for, like, 
Taylor like Taylor was awesome. Taylor in, or just like <laughs> Taylor Lautner deserves more respect. Like Taylor Lautner is underrated. Just leave Taylor it in Lautner there. Stan account. Can you can you ha- can you at someone in your? I can't. I guess you can't add them in the bio. <laughs> Do something in there. Change your website link to just a Taylor Lautner fan page, and then and then I will say you're right. A lot of people love 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 this. Guy. Yeah, a lot of people love that guy. Man. Love this guy. Gotta stop hating on him. Uh, ESPN Lafayette, the best ticket in sports. All right, we had a discussion earlier. You brought up Cooper Cup during a break. Yes, I did. Best receiver in the NFL this year. This year, yes. Best season. I wouldn't say the best receiver. Best season. He, um, he's pretty awesome. Now, he's been good for a little while, but I made the note that the chemistry he, he and Matt Stafford had, apparently they're like BFS. They're inseparable. They're always hanging out. They throw the ball all the time. They have just constant, constant reps. They have a chemistry that's undeniable. People used to say something similar about Romo and Witten. Of course, Cowboys fans tried to make it into a big thing of drama and how come he doesn't throw it to other receivers. And that's neither here nor there. I'm just using it. As that was a problem. No, that was a, that was a so, issue. Burrow and Chase. I mean, you got to admit, there's a undeniable chemistry between Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. Yes. Undeniable. And I think... If you were to put Chase on the Rams with Stafford and Cup on the Bengals with Burrow, neither of those receivers are doing as well. Neither of them. Because the Kim, they're both awesome. They're both really good. And I'm not saying they would be bad by any stretch, but they would not be as good as they were this season. I think the chemistry helps and plays a big part in it. And when you have it between a quarterback and a receiver, it can make you, you, you can go from good to great or great to top three in the league. And this is why I disagree. Okay, so one, uh, Cooper Cup caught 145 balls this year. All right? Last year he caught 92. Well, 92 was with, obviously, Jared Goff, but obviously they had Robert Woods, Tyler Higbee. They had multiple wide receivers who's catching passes. Until they traded for Odell Beckham, who didn't start catching touchdowns because he still hasn't caught a, a, a bunch of passes. But still he started catching touchdowns two games after they traded for him. Cooper Cup was the only wide receiver once Robert Woods got injured. So he had a volume of targets and a volume of, of catches. If Jamar Chase wasn't with another former first-round pick in Higgins, another first round, former first-round pick in Tyler Boyd, I think he can possibly have those type of numbers if you was to put him in the Rams offense. You think with he no, would have won the triple crown for receivers this year? If, if you put him in the exact same offense with no glaring number two wide receiver for eight to nine weeks, yes. No. I agree. I think I, I think I, I the think chemistry so. between those guys adds a whole other element that you can't put a price tag on. I mean, I Cooper Cup ain't catching uh, if 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 he was in Joe Burrow's offense and they didn't have Higgins and they didn't have the other guy you mentioned, he ain't getting the triple crown. I mean, he's not. He's not. Uh, I he he I can, you, might you, agree with he, you on that he, one, yes, but I, Jamar yes, Chase Robert Woods got hurt. 53 more receptions this year. That's insane. Most most players, the majority of players in the league don't catch 53 passes in a season. Can you can you look up who's the who caught the next um, the next most catches for the Rams team? I don't know. You have the stats up? No, I, I have no I have, I have no idea. I, but but I know it's if a I, distant second from Cooper Cup. And guess what? That's a problem. That means Is it a problem? They're in the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, no. Nah, How is it a problem? It's obviously working. Let me let me I got you. I got you. What happened with Michael Tom Michael Thomas? He broke all broke all most catches in a single season, and the next 
wide receiver. I mean, the next person to catch the most catches was Alvin Kamara. They made it to the NFC Championship that year, right? No, that was the year after. It was the year after. The year after. What happened? Nothing. Nothing. Catches. Vibes. But what the happened? long-term lingering effects. What do you mean what happened? The long-term lingering effects is when you got that target share, the amount of target shares, it shows a glaring hole in the offense. They're in the Super Bowl. Norm. Now. You're, you're, talk, you're, you're talking about what might come next. Now. What, now. Yes, now. now. What are we talking about? Yeah, because tar- I'm talking We're not target talking about shares. in the future. You, you're, you're saying that them being in the Super Bowl was solely dependent on Cooper Cup season. I no, don't agree. I, I did not say that. I didn't come close to saying that. Well, are you saying no, you're I'm correlating saying, his you're, yards no, to being in the Super Bowl? You're saying it's a problem, and I'm telling you, how is it a problem? They got to the Super it's Bowl. It's a problem because he ain't want throwing the ball Norman, to nobody else. Norman Locke is suggesting that Cooper Cup, Cooper Cup's is a problem. Him being the, the only target is a problem for a team that's in the Super Bowl. Okay, you're gonna stick. You, that's what you're sticking with. All today. right, uh, we'll that's see. what you're sticking with. I, I've been proven more right than wrong when it comes underselling to underselling chemistry, we'll underselling the, the the history between Burrow and Chase, underselling the chemistry between Cup and Stafford, claiming it's a bad thing when they're in the Super Bowl. That's a that's a stretch. Right. Even for I, you, that's a about, stretch. I'm about to go far since we on wax. We'll bring it up in two weeks because that's how this how this how passionate I know I'm right about this. The Bengals secondary, they shut down Cooper Cup. Rams lose. Nobody else is going to have over 100 yards. Cooper Cup won't have over 100 yards. Nobody else on that team will have 100 yards. What is that? It's going to prove to you. Uh, let me finish. I want you to listen. Prove to you that double teaming and taking out Cooper Cup shuts down the entire Rams, and the Rams could be in the Super Bowl. They could be in the first game. Chemistry does matter, but guess what? He's the only legitimate uh, threat game to game before Odell Beckham came in his playoffs. Like I said, Odell has been catching touchdowns. But the Bengals secondary has the ability to contain him, to shut him down. They shut him down. They lose that game because that's the only thing they, that Matthew Stafford can do. Close his eyes, throw it to Cooper Cup. That's the, that is we'll so, see. That is we'll the see. dumbest thing. We'll Norm see. is saying that if the Rams lose and Cup doesn't have a big game, he's right. And that chemistry isn't that important, and that Cooper Cup is a problem with the Rams when they go to you the can, Super Bowl. You can shape it. Oh, that is what you just it. said. I'm going to be right if they don't win the Super Bowl and he didn't have a big game. I'm going to negate everything he did this year, every single thing. Yeah. That is absurd. I, I'm sorry. I was right about Michael no, Thomas. He caught all them not, balls and did, did what? Right it was about, volume share. Right about anything. If you have the most accurate quarterback in docu- history, you don't even know what a document. You don't even know what a document. You didn't even you didn't even see the movie to tell me if it was not. guy is. It's just I can't believe you're PC, saying that PC Cooper Cup is an issue for the Rams when they're in the Super Bowl and he had 145 catches this year. Target share, and that was the argument that you spun out of saying chemistry isn't that important between a quarterback and a receiver. Target share, you're gonna see. You see, Boy. I mean, you've got back. a you got a list of some. I'll be back. Ridiculous things you've said. I'll be back. Oh, I'll be back. If what you say happens, happens, doesn't make you back. right about this. I'll be back. He'll be back for what? I'll uh, be back. I mean, I'm, you'll see. Be back. He will not. All, all I, he will not catch over 100 yards. They'll lose, and that'll prove that Cooper Cup was a problem for the Rams. That is, that is so, so you, you stupid. Can keep, you can keep saying everything that you you can take from what I said and twist it and tell the people what I said. But tell the people listening is on wax. I said again, it is on wax. It is on well, wax. We got it. it. Ain't going anywhere. Not where, nowhere. Ain't going. I'm gonna prove to y'all that I'm right. Make sure you put this up on. Why don't we ask a coach? Lafayette. Why don't we ask what a coach thinks? I mean, why don't we? You, you want me to put up that Norman Locke thinks Cooper Cup's a problem for the Rams? No, just put my audio up. Just put your audio up. Yeah, just put my audio up. I don't know. I mean, how do we do just that? Put the audio up. We, can we just share audio straight to Twitter now? No. Uh, yeah, you can. Just straight audio, nothing else. Yeah, you can do that. All right. All right. Sure, you can. 
Sure, I'll send it to you. Yeah. Go ahead. You're not going to edit it, are you? No, I'm not going to edit it. I want the people to know. I want the people to know. It's target share, and it's, it's trash. You going to see? It's trash, he said. You going to see? It's trash. You going to see? ESPN Lafayette. Let's head to the phone lines. 337-269-1077. Good morning. Welcome into the show. Hey, guys. Good morning. Guys, I was listening to you all, and uh, I was laughing a little bit. And boy, you all. Uh, there's nothing fun. There's really nothing funny. funny about this conversation. We are. We're. we're no, Norm no, and I are serious funny. all the time. We don't cut up oh, at no. all. Oh no! And I'm laughing because I'm listening to the exchange, and it's beautiful. <laughs> well, <laughs> here's my point, my opinion. Uh, Norm, Norm, I want to make sure I understand Norm because I heard him okay. a while, a few weeks ago, maybe uh, about a week ago. Norm. You you did say that the Rams are going to lose the Super Bowl, correct? Yes, I picked the Bengals to win. Okay, good. All right, so now that I've cleared that, so you have to understand, you know, he's passionate about what he's what he's decided, and he studied it. He, he feels the way he feels about Cup. That's no problem. All I'm going to say is, Two Cooper's Norm, one cup. in my opinion, this Super Bowl <laughs> is going to be played. It's going to start with each team having a game plan, and then after that, they're going to have to adjust on the fly most of the rest of the game, and Cubs going to probably play a role like all of them will. Will they have a great game? Who knows? Will, will anybody have a great game? Who knows? But all I know is the Rams got a defense that is to be reckoned with. And that said, Joe Burrow adjusts on the fly. Joe got some things in his toolbox that I'm sure they're scratching their head because every time they solve one problem with Joe, they got another one with him. All I'm going to say is Cubs going to play a role in this game. Yes, he's, he's earned the right. Oh, yeah. And I don't know how much he's going to catch for, and I don't know how many score. I don't know. But all I'm going to tell you is the Rams is going to be in this game all the way until the end. And, and, and Eric Donald's going to make sure that. I believe he's going to have a talk with every one of them guys, and he's going to make everybody understand, guys, this is our moment. We're not knocking Joe in them. That's we right, know Coach. they're good. That's right. But the bottom line is, guys, uh, Coop, 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 Coop earned the right. He earned the right. Y'all, let's give Coop his respect. He earned the right. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, somehow a discussion about chemistry turned into Cooper Cup's a problem. Because Mitch said he was laughing at us. He was. Coach Mitch sounds happy. It was good to hear from Coach Mitch. It was good to hear from Coach Mitch. Coach, you need to be getting yourself geared up for this offensive coordinator job for the New Orleans Saints. I need you you on porgers. (laughs) So get yourself together. If you need a D.C., let me know. He can also be the chaplain. That dude... I'm serious, man. He could get them ready. No, because I know the challenge for the Saints. No, no, I would, t- I would hire Father him Tony. in a second, dude. <laughs> like Father Tony. Oh, man. <laughs> I get kicks Mitch in there. ESPN Lafayette, let's get back to the phone lines. Hello. Hey, guys. How you doing? Good. So, so I've got a question. So, for, first off, who, who did Norm pick for San Francisco and 49ers? Who was, who was your pick? 49ers. San Francisco and the Rams. 49ers. And the Rams. 49ers. So he was right about that, right? It was target and his target share, right? With but now, so, so in that game, in that game, which, what was the percentage of Cooper Cup's targets to total, total targets? I don't have the stats in front of you. What percentage did he observe? Do you have the, do you have the stats in front of you? No. I, I do. It's 14 of 40, 
14 of 42. And Odell was 11 of 42. Yeah, so Odell came alive. Young. I see Somebody's that. ignoring Odell Beckham. Somebody's ignoring. And actually, I believe Odell Beckham opened up Cooper Cup. I said that. Because they, they made an effort to take Cooper Cup out of the early part of the game. And when Odell hurt them, I, I that's said, when Cooper Cup yeah, came back. Yeah, I said, you can't cover I mean, both of them. You know, I, I mean, I, I said Odell Beckham. I don't know how we got through. here in terms of what he's going to do in the Super Bowl. When the original debate, this is Norm playing mind tricks on y'all. The original discussion was the importance of chemistry between a quarterback and a receiver. And how I believe that if Cup went to Cincinnati and, and, and Chase went to L.A., they wouldn't have as successful of a season as they had where they were because of the chemistry they had with each quarterback, which has now turned into Norm saying Cooper Cup is a problem for the Rams and somehow he's not going to have a good Super Bowl and that'll make him right about the chemistry thing, which the chemistry discussion, there's really no way to prove it one way or another, which just leads to Norm and I arguing anyway. So maybe I should thank Norm because now we're on to a different discussion that, you know, I guess maybe we'll find out a little bit more a week from Sunday. Did so, I recap so Norm, it right? If, at least? if you found, if no. you found, if, if you if, if if you found out in a month that the Dallas Cowboys traded Amari Cooper for Cooper Cup, would you be happy or sad? I will. I will be extremely sad. Well, you've lost your mind, dude. Okay, you have lost your mind. Why don't you go? This, look, you got the stats in front of you. You got the stats in front. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You got the stats in front of you. Go look up Cooper right. Cup stats and Amari Cooper stats, and then you tell me, have you been smoking or drinking this morning? Hold up. Let me get to it. I got you. I got you. You probably had coffee or something. No, no, no. no. I I got the... You lucky I know on the other side of the board. I had the... the, Are you talking this season? Career? Career. You can look at the career. So, well, you want career or you want this year? Uh, Career? Oh, not one season wonder. Well, no. No. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, yeah. Oh, what? Excuse Neither me? one of them. You know he's one's not a played long, One's played longer than the other. Okay? Oh, what? wait, wait, one's wait. Oh, oh so he only, he's only had two th- over 1,000-yard seasons? That's it? That's what you said? I didn't hear you. That's what you said. He's only had two seasons over 1,000 yeah, yards. Say, right? What you said? He only had no, two seasons. No, oh, no, no. I didn't say nothing. I didn't say that. He's only had two seasons yeah, over 1,000 yards in five years. That's what you said. But it's, it's, he's only had two seasons. in the Super Bowl. He's only had two last, seasons I'm, I'm, over a thousand yards. He's only went over five touchdowns three Which times gets in his back season. to my point how, how about chemistry about with Matt get, Stafford being a huge difference maker, which is what this whole thing started oh, Scott, with. No, so Scott, 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 the caller asked the question. So let's, let's, let me ask you're a talking, question for him. No, 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 you said Amari Cooper. You I said, yeah, I said no. So and I told him, look up the stats. You, I'm just glad that y'all proved me right me, in y'all's no, discussion. No, no, listen, you no, won't, no, well, no, let no. me talk. You're telling me that whether or not you'd rather – that you would pick Amari Cooper over Cooper Cup for your team next year based on his career stats, not what they did this year. Then then why why is – that's like me saying I'll take Michael Thomas after 2017 season. Just for – for, for what to happen? I wouldn't have. No, that's like you oh, saying. No, you say you wouldn't you no that's like you saying you take Michael Thomas now because you know based on his entire career and his body of work, there's a lot of stats there. Oh no, I'm, that I'm not, I'm not I'll take not, over the one ever. good season. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, I appreciate the call. I mean, maybe maybe we need to go back to Taylor Lautner. I don't know what's 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 yeah, happening. Yeah, I, I just you know, uh, call has got to drink coffee, not the Irish version. Speaking of Amari Cooper, I mean, what do you make of the reports that? Jerry Jones does want to move on from him. Yeah, it's not true. He's if people read 
what Jerry Jones actually said. He's kind of speaking towards Dak. He said, uh, and I'm, I'm going to paraphrase it, but he said, you know, when you're a number one receiver, has great expectations, being paid as one, and being uh, having being targeted throughout the game during big-time situations is the next thing of an expectation of a number one wide receiver. Well, to be targeted... So how do you make, what do you make of Jerry Jones wanting to maybe move on from Dak? I, I wouldn't say he's wanting to move on from Dak, but he alluded to Kellen Moore <laughs> and about your wide receiver being uh, involved mm-hmm. into the schemes. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm looking at, like, okay, guy, you know, Amari Cooper, since he's been with the Cowboys, multiple thousand-yard receivers, uh, thousand-yard uh, seasons, you know, uh, half a season, he has 725 yards, six touchdowns. 2019, 1,000 yards, eight touchdowns. 2020, with no Dak Prescott, mind you. You can see all this Cooper Cup and all this matchup. With no Dak Prescott, with multiple different other quarters, Andy Dalton, Cooper Rush, mm-hmm. put up over 1,000 yards, five touchdowns. Then this season, 865 yards, had an injury season, still put up eight touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Uh. Yeah, and then he had four seasons over a thousand yards. Uh, I'm putting, hey, look, Cooper Cup had an amazing season, but obviously it's the volume of targets. Obviously, it's some chemistry with his quarterback. I, say, I told you that plays that plays twenty percent into that it. Plays a big part in it, and so at you, least you've come around to that say, side of the argument. Do which you, you started on do the other you side think arm. if Odell or any or Robert Woods have been healthy the entire season, does Cooper Cup? Has the season that he has now? He probably has 120 catches, not 145. Yeah, I'm I'm saying back in the 90s, I say 100. I get well, a guy additional game. I see 110. I get 110. I mean, he still had a good chance to lead the league in receptions with an extra game. Yeah, yeah, but extra game. that doesn't change the fact Target that you said he's a problem. I say it will be. You said it's a problem. It's, it will be. It's a problem when the team is in the Super Bowl. It's it a will problem. Be. We'll see. We'll see if I was right or wrong. We'll see. So you're saying it's not a. So to be no, clear, no, no, you keep you keep saying no, no, what no, I'm saying. I, I'm, I'm trying to clarify. Let me say it. The actual no, no, question. No, no, let, let me, me say it. No, 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 no don't no, paraphrase. No, I'm, and say I'm what I'm asking saying. you. I'm asking you. All right, you. there we I'm go. Ask me a question. Don't tell me what I'm saying. To be clear, don't don't re-say nothing. To be clear, ask me a question. To be clear, are you saying? Okay, here we go. Don't rephrase something. I'm ask asking me the you. question. I'm asking and let question. me say to be clear, are you saying it's not a problem right now, but it will be a problem in the future? The target shares this. Yes or no? See, no, see I just I just want to know if you're saying it's a problem I, right now, I, I disagree I with it. I can't, if you're saying it's a problem in the future, maybe it will be. My answer, just like how you say Sean Payne ain't say yes retire. No. You ain't answering. You agree I say, with that too. Well, no, no, no. When I said I asked you. Two weeks ago, did Sean Payton, a week ago, whatever. I asked Sean Payton, did he quit? No. He stepped down. I don't have an answer. I have a no answer. You didn't give me a no, a yes or no. You say he stepped down. You say, you can give me a yes or no. So, I, like I said, if I can't answer my question. I said, no, he stepped down. I you, did give you the you answer. You told me no. yes or no. I said, no, he stepped down. That's I not said just the no, word no. That's just not no. No. You're not that, saying yes or no. You're not, even, me, you're not even answering the question. The minute I go to finish, you just say yes or no. Yes or no? Begin with yes or no and then explain your point. Are you saying that it is a problem right now, that it is not a problem right now, but will be a problem in the future? Or are you saying it is a problem right now and in the future? It will be in the, and I will be proven right. On wax. So you're saying in the future? It will be, be and it will be right. right. In, the, in, the, in the future, it'll be a problem. Stepping down? Are you, is that what you're saying? Cooper Cup's going to step down. It's not a problem right now? 
Because if you're saying it's a problem right now, that's the only thing I disagree with. Yeah, I, I'm just trying to be clear about what we're debating Super here. Bowl Sunday, I'll be tweeting you. Target tweeting, shares. Tweeting what? I'll be tweeting you about the target shares. I'm just, just going to keep... I'm just going to keep... Going, listen. So you are saying it's a today, problem right now. Starting today. Good one. Into the future. I don't care starting about today, the future. The, the, I care about right now. We, today is right now. I care about right now. Right now. Keep going right now because now we're in the past. We're in the past again. We're in the past again. So look. Somebody sent a tweet to the app. By the way, which we don't get a lot. It says this is a stupid take. Target share, really? Okay. Youngsville by way of Erath. Well, you call in and you, uh, we got to call it. So yeah, yeah, you call in from Erath. You just upset that uh. He's in Youngsville. What you say? You say he's in Youngsville by way of Erath. Oh, by way of Erath. Oh, you don't even know where you at. No, he's from. Never mind. You don't even know where you at. From you, Youngsville. From you don't even know what you're saying about Cooper. I do. Y'all you, just don't you, get it. Man, Norm moves the goalposts quite a bit. It's a problem. Right now? They're in the Super Bowl? Maybe. In the future. Okay? Yeah. Might be. I should say it. I said it. Might be. The Super Bowl is in the future, right? Oh, I'm tripping. Might be. Super Bowl is in the future. I'm tripping. <laughs> Super Bowl is in the future. I'm tripping. As I was saying. Super Bowl is in the future. I'm tripping. I'm tripping. Can I, I you, can't talk about can, past games. Can I ask you another I'm, question? I'm, hey, man. I, all I know is I'm looking at Michael Thomas Target shares, all the balls he catch because ain't nobody. Oh, let me Michael finish. Thomas. They had nobody else catching any passes, and that was a problem for the offense. And ultimately, that was the demise. The demise. Looking at the Rams, yes, that was the demise of what? Yes, of the New Orleans Saints because the that offense could. That was the demise. Yes, really. Yes, Michael Thomas the went demise. down. And what happened? They still went to the playoffs and won the division. Did they go, did they, did, oh, so everything that isn't a Super Bowl championship is is it didn't work? And Norm's right about it. I mean, that's, that's that means you're wrong about literally every take other than picking the Super Bowl. Does that Bowl mean winner. everyone's wrong? Not just me, right? If according if, to you, according, according to me, you, that means everybody's wrong. According right? to you, yes. All right, well, according to you, yes. Cool. All right, we're all wrong. Then guys. it doesn't make me any different. We're all wrong. Well, then we are wrong. According to you, according to me, but according to you, according to you, like I said, so. All I say is Cooper Cup's target shares, Cooper Cup's lack of a number two wide receiver until Odell Beckham came, in result, this great season. Cooper Cup's a good wide receiver, had an amazing season. But going thus far, do I think Cooper Cup's going to catch another 140 passes? Do I think Matthew Stafford's the sole reason why he caught 100? No. Who said that? If I, I'm saying it, Scott. That's no, exactly what I've been saying this whole time. Why don't you listen? Now, hold on. So, so again, target with, shares. Though? I'm not. I'm talking. So the target shares correlate to wins, okay? And the stats. If Matthew Stafford didn't have to throw every freaking ball to him, he wouldn't have these yards. That's the. That's just the facts. Next season Super Bowl, if Odell Beckham doesn't show up, every game Odell Beckham doesn't show up, or or has a lackluster game, they lost. That's the truth. Now, when Odell Beckham scores his touchdown, has his little three catches, two touchdowns or whatever, the Rams win. That's the truth. That's just what it is. But when he's just the number one option, has to force feed everything to Cooper Cup, that offense is horrible. He throws the worst interceptions in the league. He leads the league in interceptions. I guess that's the chemistry, too. But again, I say what I said. Super Bowl... The Bengals take away Cooper Cup. This magical season, all is in the drain. All these yards, all those catches, all the chemistry, it's all in the drain. Because guess what? What's going to be needed is a proper offense. Odell Beckham has to be into it. Tyler Higbee's may have to be into it. They have to run the football. Cooper Cup and the chemistry of Cooper Cup or Matthew Stafford isn't going to win them a Super Bowl. Not solely, of course not. 
Why why would one thing win a team a Super Bowl? I mean, who would, and, who would and, suggest that? And then that? to go back to it, who would suggest Jamar that? Chase in the same offense. Who would suggest that? And Jamar Chase with the same offense with the lack of weapons would have the same production. No. See, that's where we disagree. That's the original argument. I don't think he would have caught 145 passes from Matt Stafford. So and I don't think Cup, Cooper so, Cup would have done as so good as Cooper Jamar Cup Chase did in be- Cincinnati. So is Cooper Cup a better talent than Jamar Chase? Probably not, no. That's never been the argument. This whole thing started with chemistry, and Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase have it, and Stafford and Cup have it, and I think it's a huge part of a wide receiver and a quarterback success when you have that kind of connection. That's all this has been about. You've somehow turned it into Matt Stafford and someone claiming that he's the best in the world and Cooper Cup's the greatest receiver ever, which it never was about. You took it to a ridiculous place. I didn't. I just yes, said that did. Cooper Cup yes, had the season that he had. I give chemistry a little bit, which I kept saying a little bit, but it's the volume of the balls that just went his way. Isn't like, who else was he freaking throwing and then to? you got everyone confused by saying it's a problem, but it is a what problem. you were saying it's a problem. It is a problem. Forward. It's not a problem right It now. is a problem. It hadn't, apparently, it hadn't worked. The Rams are not doing well. It's a problem. Let's hear from someone else. ESPN Lafayette, good morning. Welcome into the show. Man, what's the matter? No, what's wrong, man? I'm giving out the truth. You know, Scott likes to spin spin my words, tell me what I said, hey, spin it. I have to keep reiterating what I said just to let the people know. You he know takes, what I'm saying? He takes arguments a, in a totally different direction. Scott is a is a is a, a get very gifted uh, host and broadcaster with his I words. I you know, so he, I he knows the twist thing. I thought I was going to go in the studio. I thought I was going to go over there and do like Apollo at the end of that Rocky when you put the mouthpiece in when you turn around. He's going to ring the bell. <laughs> if y'all go at it in the studio. No, no, no. Dang. I just I always have to you get know? a little louder. I could have put the mouthpiece in. I could have put the mouthpiece in your mouth. That's guys in. I couldn't do that. You know, I could have <laughs> put it in. Let y'all stand up. Look, put your mouthpiece in. Let y'all go at it, man. Man. God, he was all the fuss about Cooper Cup and everything. That's man. what I'm saying. I'm like, bro, like guys. it's Cooper. I don't even look. Cooper Cup had a great season. Wait a minute, He's not dog. even that high minute, on my list. Wait a minute, no. Wait a minute, no. Wait a minute, no. Before you go like too that. far. Wait a minute, no. Before you go too far. Not gonna let you do. Not gonna let you bash my ball staff like that. Leave Stafford alone. You didn't do you nothing. Lead the leading interceptions. Yeah, but you got a whole bunch of touchdowns, though. He ain't, he ain't lead the league in touchdowns. Tom Brady did. You don't have to lead. You don't have to lead anything. You don't have to lead anything. Kirk Cousins got a whole lot of touchdowns. What are we talking anything. about? What are we talking Kirk about? Kirk Cousins is home, though. You don't have to lead anybody right. anyway. You have to lead You're him right. in anything to get in the Super Bowl. Right. He's in the Super Bowl, correct? You're right. You're right. They got Thank a bunch you. of people that got Case him, too. Closed. So, wait. So, so Trey Duffy, that guy, too? Brad Johnson, that guy, close. too. I don't want to hear nothing about interceptions and all that. All quarterbacks throw interceptions. Dax Prescott throw interceptions. He's home watching Matthew Stafford. I don't right. want to hear that. Why do we? How do we? I don't want to hear why, that. Why are, we, why are we with the Cowboys again? Right. I, I mean, we talk yeah, about quarterbacks quarterback in the Super Bowl that make to Jared Goff at home too. He was a Super Bowl a couple years ago too. Matt Ryan too. Know, so what's your point? Sean Payton what's too. Why you bad? How long ago Sean Payton was in there? Why you bad? How long Sean Payton? What's your point? Why you bad? How long Sean Payton was in there? Oh, also, they played the they played the clips from the Super Bowl. Man, that stuff they I don't know how they re re rendered it. It was in four K. It looked like man, Leave it looked Matthew like that game came on, on yesterday. Leave Matthew Great alone. Clips. Nice, it's good. Yeah, the co- that color correction. I think nice to have, it's nice to have a good memories. Memories on them. Memories, memories are great. It's memories. nice to have been. It's nice to have been old enough to live through it and appreciate it too. It's some people. And some some people, people remember older. when the Cowboys were good. I mean, some people were alive, some people wasn't. I mean, you know, it is what it is. Depends on when you pick your. Let's head back yeah. to the phone lines. ESPN <laughs> Lafayette, good morning. Uh, before I say my thought, man, hey, man, I want, 
Hey, I want to come in, Ron, man. Hey, hey, sometimes I just be chilling. I have no intention of calling. And then Ron called, man, and he said he said something, and it, it makes me want to call, man. So I want I want to I want to give him some love, man. And that on that, <laughs> but, hey, uh, I'm serious, man. I'm serious. But uh, Aaron hey, Scott, hold up. <laughs> you said something earlier. You know, I was like, wait, what? You said you have a brother, older brother, younger brother, brother-in-law. Okay, brother-in-law. brother-in-law. Okay. If I, I might have, if I left out the in-law part, I didn't mean to. I have a brother-in-law. I have a couple okay. brothers. Man, there was a guy, man, who looked just like you, man. Same hairline and everything. I was like, man, this dude look like Scott, man. Was you it, know, was was it the, the guy in the Big Bang Theory? <laughs> <laughs> or Ethan Embry? Or Dave Matthews. No, might have been, Dave, might been Dave Matthews. Lafayette. Might have been Dave Matthews. No, well, I... I guy Lafayette, man. I don't have a brother now. Had okay, okay. Anyway, uh... You know what I like, Scott? You you're old enough. You know I'm kind of changing the subject because I'm kind of cupped out. Uh, let's give Cup his credit. I, I don't. <clears throat> my thing is this. Yes, he had a good year, but he's a slot receiver. Like I'm not trying to. Is, is, is that something? Is that a knock? Like I'm not trying to not like. Not at all. Like, I also don't know, think like, he would have had as big a year if. Jared Goff was still the quarterback. And, yeah, slot receiver is different yeah, than, than the others. That. I mean, yeah, that, that's what a, the original debate was was truly about. He had about. a big year, Jared but, but Goff. I see, though, but Cup, Cup, Cup is a nice player back. And, and, uh, and, and, Norm, I think sometimes your stats in his leading Cup was injured. I think he tore his knee one year. He would have had over. He would have had his thousand that year. That that one you know year. What about, yeah, the other, what about the other years? Well, last year he missed he, he was game. His, he I think it was his rookie year he didn't get a thousand. He was just getting, you know, getting... He's good. Situated, he's good. He's not. I mean, he's not the first receiver you would you would pick in a in a wide receiver draft. I wouldn't. Yeah. I just. I think the chemistry with Matt Stafford is is a big part of the. I think success. I could find ten people I'll take before Cooper Cup. He's a he, no. You see, uh, he's a top ten receiver in the league. I think I could name ten. Name a slot receiver. He, you hey take man, he catches Cup. the ball. He, he catches the ball, man. Like he 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 has nice hands. I know he dropped one Sunday. Sunday, but that happens part of the game. That's third yeah, string. Last, a nice, that's last third string, right? No, he's a He's a nice route runner. You know more about football than that. You know more about just, football than yeah, that. Yeah, the X and the Y is one and two, and you know, it's really, three. you think football is that simple? I've just asked the question. It didn't matter. He has the genes, man. I think I think he has like family members who played in the league. Right? CD Lamb or, played or third string, basically. So you know what I'm saying? You know, he has the genetics. But what about to say, man? Hey, Scott. Why they don't promote Aaron Donald as the great one? If you, and you know where I'm coming with this. You know, they had 99 back 30 years ago, right? 25 years ago with the Kings, with Gretzky. 99. Donald's wearing that number, and it's one of the greatest defensive players I've ever seen play, man. Like, this, the, the, hey, and just say, hey, this man, man, this man, the way he, he whole game, you know, just watch him. Sometimes I just watch the game just to watch him. <laughs> Yeah, and that's very rare. A defensive lineman at that, uh, a tackle. This man is one of the greatest football players. That, you know, not say defensive players, not football players. And, and to me, he, he's doing it from, you know, doing it in the, in, the, in the stance, doing it on the line compared to like an LT or I think why I think why more of an outside linebacker where you can just go free. You know what I'm saying? You just coming down. No, Donald. Donald's Donald. I think. I think. When McVeigh called him one of one, that didn't stick. The great one, I think, I think it could stick. I do. 
I think it could stick. But you can change it up in a way. You know, I'm just, you know what I'm saying? You, I can see a poster in L.A., you know, the artist, you know, there's always a million murals out there where you can do a picture well, of if the he wants, If he wants Gretzky. murals of them everywhere, all he's got to do is go, you know, sign a 10-day with the Lakers and they'll... <laughs> Well, I mean, it's not it's not a sexy position to sell a defensive tackle. Like, you know, like you could promote but him. That's but that's the point, like, though, but he's weighing a number. I'm looking at it from He's talking about number the number he's wearing and what Wayne Gretzky wore when he was with the L.A. Kings. And Yeah, you in L.A., you're trying to promote this team. And, and yeah, but it still is God, a di- like the number is on a defensive tackle. It's not sexy. Not sexy. That, wait, go ahead, Jay. Like I said, man, I'm going for the Rams in this. Yes, I don't care who's ever listening. I, uh, uh, ooh, you know, this whole talk, uh, what is wrong with some of these Saints fans? They buy bangle gears and this and that. Hey, man, be people, hey, man, people, some people have fun, man. Some people rooting for a couple of players or just one player in particular, but who cares? That's how they, you know what I'm And against like, one player in particular, too. Who's that? Eli Apple. Uh, no, but a lot of players. Well, yeah, that that too. But no, I don't look at it. I don't. I mean, who cares about that uh, too? I, I want to. I, I really don't. I, I, I really don't. But a lot of people in New Orleans do. A lot of people hey, for, in South you know, Louisiana me, do. Me, I'm speaking for myself. Sure. I, I couldn't. I rooted for Tennessee in the Super Bowl against the Rams. Yeah. You know. But as someone as I get older, you know, and and just my memory of just, I'm starting to just like football, just for football. Like I, I always follow the same. You know, I always, I always be an observer of the Saints, an observer. But just watching football, just watching, you know, watching other teams and just watching this and that. I always like, you know, looking back, the Rams with, you know, Flipper Anderson, Jim Everett, Kevin Green. Kevin Green, man. You, you Rest know in peace, man. Rest in peace. Yeah. Hey, man, Leroy Irvin, I think. No, they, they had a, a lot. They had a, a cornerback back in the day, man. Like I said, man, and I know, oh, man, what, what is this guy talking about? He talking about the Saints. Hey, man, I'm a man. <laughs> I do what I want. You know what I'm saying? I'm not, I, don't, I don't live by your code of honoring some team. These teams don't, don't give a rat. You know what about me? So I, I root for the players, man. I don't care what team they play for. You know what I'm saying? Even Utah, I'm rooting for them. Look, you have a good one, <laughs> and uh, thank you. Thank you, Utah. Appreciate the call. Room for Utah. Go Donovan Mitchell, man. Man, I've seen Utah fans complaining about their logo and their branding uh, on Twitter yesterday. And it was like, what does the mountain background have to do with um, purple and green and Utah? Like, what does the mountains have to do with jazz? And then, then, then they went on to say, well, I'm like, nothing about this logo. And they were showing the evolution of the logo. I was like, nothing about y'all. Jazz, mountains, and the colors all go together. Send it back to New Orleans. You could take the Pelicans or you could do something else, but send it back to New Orleans. Never happening. Yeah, it's never happening. Never happening. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. 40 after the hour. You think that you think they'll change the jazz name? Never. No. It's no. It's never changing. I don't know. It's not often teams get a chance to change their name. Yeah, I mean, you yeah. Well, a team did uh, yesterday, and Norm's got some thoughts on that. The Commanders. Take command. The Commanders. I'm not cheating that hashtag. You know what? I'm glad they're in the NFC East. You hate the the, the Cowboys' arch rival. No, no, no. no. It's the Cowboys' arch rival, but 
I could say in my ranking of the NFC East of who I don't like, Redskins aren't high. Redskins haven't been. Who is, who is the? Uh, I'm sorry, the, 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 Washington, the Washington Commanders. The Washington Commanders, I'm sorry. The, but they haven't been high on the, on the rankings. It's, it's always been uh, New York or Philly for me. The uh, Redskins women's basketball team is in action tonight at the Cajun Dome, 6 o'clock. Bring your kids. It's Sonic Kids Club night, 545 pregame. They're 12 and 4. They have won 8 of 10 at home. Ty Doucette is coming off of a game where she absolutely dominated. They handled ULM by 21. Coach brought Ed Squad in action tonight. The men's game you can hear over on our sibling station, News Talk 96.5 KPL. Jay Walker is in Little Rock tonight. Tip off is at 6 30. Pre-game is at 6 o'clock. We'll take a quick timeout. When we come back, tell you about what's happening. St. Jude Radio Thon and Norm is bashing me again. Just I, I just threw out a few suggestions is all. I wasn't even, you know, I, this isn't a debate about, you know, wide receivers or players, just names. Horrible. And Norm is just ripping me. Horrible. This, are you Team Norm or Team Scott when it comes to <laughs> what Washington should have named their team? We'll discuss that next. The CSPN Lafayette, the best ticket in sports. What up, guys? It's Scott. You know I'm here to tell you about the DraftKings Sportsbook because it is officially live in Louisiana right now with mobile sports betting just in time for the big game. Right now, you can place a bet in Louisiana with DraftKings Sportsbook without leaving the comfort of your couch. To add to the excitement, DraftKings is going to give new customers a special offer. You don't want to miss it, guys. Bet just $5 or more on any playoff game and win 280 in free bets if your team is victorious. Use the promo code 1420. The wait's over. Head to DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's live. You can do all kind of fun stuff like same game parlays where you combine multiple bets from the same game for that bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. DraftKings is safe. It's secure. It's reliable. And best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. It's simple. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code 1420 and get 56 to 1 odds on any team. Bet just $5 or more and win 280 in free bets if your team wins. That's promo code 1420 this week at DraftKings Sportsbook. 21 plus, physically present in Louisiana. Availability varies by parish. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for full terms and conditions. Licensee partner, Golden Nugget, Lake Charles. Gambling problem? Call 1-877-770-STOP. You, my friend. I'm glad I did this test on you, the friendship test. What? You got the best seat in a house. ESPN Lafayette. ESPN Lafayette.com and the ESPN Lafayette app. Hey, sports fans, this is Rich Eisen reminding you to catch the Rich Eisen Show every weekday from 12 to 3 on ESPN Lafayette. Now, back to more of the Great Scott Show with Scott Prather. Welcome back into the Great Scott Show. Scott Prather, Norman Locke. It is the St. Jude Radiothon. Ends today at 7. We are raising money for the most noble cause I think there is out there. You might find some comparable. You won't find some even greater because you're helping fight childhood cancer. Become a monthly donor pledging just $19 a month to help kids at St. Jude fight cancer. You put it on your credit card. We'll give you an awesome new Love Music Stop Cancer t-shirt. Norm got one. He's rocking. It's a sweet shirt. Um, Call now, 1-800-372-4999. Maybe it's not a $19 a month thing for you. Maybe it's less. Maybe it's more. Whatever it is, it all makes a difference. 
1-800-372-4999. You know about tithing. This is your chance. If you've been telling yourself, I want to give back, this is your chance. You can also text the word live, L-I-V-E, to the number 626262. That's live to 626262. You'll get a a text. Click the link from St. Jude, and you can donate that way. Make it happen, guys. Keep it up. We appreciate it. So the Washington Commanders. Trash. And he stole it from somebody else. It's kind of years to steal it. It's it's just a... It's neither, to me, it's just meh. It's like, it's kind of boring. It's like, like ball noodles. It's flavorless. It's like, just, it's there. It might fill you up. Right. It's just ball noodles. If they win, then, okay, people will be like, cool, it's good commanders. If they Take lose, command. like, everyone's going to make fun of any any name that gets released. The internet's going to go after it for, like, three days straight. And then it'll, everyone will just move on and whatever. And the old fan base whack like it's great. And everyone else will be like, this is stupid. I'm going to say no. I disagree. Because I'm going to say the... Football team was a running joke for the entire season. And then, let's say, to, towards the end of this season, beginning of the next season, people kind of adopted it and it went away. I'll still say the same time span with this. I think it's going to take two seasons. <laughs> you think so? I, I, the football team was just too... I mean, the jokes wrote themselves. Yeah, this was... <laughs> the, jo- the jokes are going to write itself. Take command... That's the hashtag that they're growing with. I, mean, Take they, I, I think there's a lot of other better names, as I wrote about yesterday, which you apparently just thought was uh, stupid. Can you read off that list? And I'm, I'm going to give you sure. a one out I, of I, ten. I rank them. Yeah, I, I know you rank them, and I right. rank them in my rankings. Right, the Washington Alphas. Horrible. This is the worst me? name. There's only one A team. There's only one Alpha team, and they, they're mercenaries. You just, there's only I, one A team, so I, you can't read. Number, number six, the, uh, the Reapers. Horrible. Short for the Grim Reapers. Horrible. Horrible. Awesome. It, horrible. You got the Grim Reaper as the no. logo? No. A it's hooded nothing. robe carrying a Sith no. reaping human souls? Nothing like that it, it, it goes with DC or DC culture. Who or nothing, cares? Nothing. Zero. Who cares? Out of there. It's an awesome name. Out of there. The Washington Revolution. That's second worst on your list. No, it's good. Second worst you on your list. You get to keep the HTTR. So, so it's the revolution as in like the Revolutionary War? A po- you, or look, like you, a revolution, no, no, you, like as, a circle? As I wrote like about, you make a circle? You, as I wrote about, you take, <laughs> take a, a positive revolution from history, claim it as the team name, rather than tell on yourself. Because, no. you know, so, so a revolution, the British, a revo- there's also some irony, right? A, le- a revolution is a moment that leads to change, and it took a ton of public pressure and financial pressure for them to actually change their names. So I like they would, that spin. They'd be telling on themselves, and I that like would be that funny. I That'd like be that funny. spin, but no. That's, it's a great name. The Highlanders. This one wasn't as worse as the rest. Great. But it's still bad. A lot of creativity. A lot of creativity. First of all, it was a Highlander was a badass naval ship used in World War II. Well, and it's a it's a it's also like a warrior, as we know. No, no. Yeah. No. You could you could get a lot of different pl- yeah, Highlanders? No. Mm-hmm. You'd like sell a lot of gear. You'd sell a lot of gear all over the world. There's Highlanders in Skyrim. The Avengers? No. It's copyright, copyright infringement. But for the sake of this argument, let's say it wasn't. It's right. not a good name? No, it's not. Because it, it's, it'd be great copy, it's be copyright infringement. That's Come why on. I take that one out. It's Whatever. The Anaheim Ducks that were named after the Mighty Ducks. You can get it. You can pay for it. You can figure it out. Yeah. The Raptors got their name from Jurassic Park. It would have never been the Raptors if it's, it wasn't, it wasn't called, Jurassic it wasn't Park called, movie. It wasn't called Jurassic Park. So it's not called Washington. It's called, the Avengers. It's, 
called the Washi Dead Avengers. Zero out of that. I told you, see, you, you have no two. respect for black and Number white. Number two. You have no respect for paperwork. This this one actually might be my favorite, just the regulators. And that I think that's top three bad. That's three bad. You keep the HTTR, but, dude, you get to play regulators. When you and the joke it rolls itself, right off the tongue. I will put a picture of an alternator. You have the regulate song. <laughs> you have the '88 movie Young Guns. No. The glamorized idea of what a regulator was in the old Wild West inspired a, a hit '90s song by Warren G. and Nate Dogg. You don't think that would be the most badass? Well, I don't even care about the Washington Football Team. If they're the regulators, I might have to just be like, you know what? I might, I might, I think I kind of like them now. No regulators would have done that for me. No, I'm out. I'm out, I'm out, I'm out. But and then another one would have been some some form of currency. I don't know I don't know what it would be. Dollars, cash, money, Franklin's, whatever, but some form of currency. You could get the money logo symbol. You'd see it every day. You see that money symbol every day. You see it on your keypad, you see it on your phone, you see it on billboards. Talk about just built in marketing. Come on. No. Great names. Nah, Why man. are you hating? Those are st- every one of those is way better than commanders. Nah, I got, I got, I got a whole better, a whole better. You came up with these? No, 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 no. Oh, you don't have any suggestions? No, I have any suggestions. Oh, Ray okay. Wolves was my biggest suggestion that I wanted to go with. No, all right, lame. Last question: Tom Brady retired, right? Officially, he who's did. playing Tom Brady in his movie? Taylor Lautner. <laughs> <laughs> there is no question. Everybody loves Taylor Lautner, as we learn from Norm, who will be putting a Taylor Lautner fan reference in the bio of his Twitter and leaving it there forever. You know what somebody told me? Chris Pine. Okay. I, I, I can see it. I can see that the similarities in the, they got mean, that same hair. Like, does everybody love Chris Pine? No, they don't. I love mean, him. clearly, it's got to be. They don't love him. It's got to be Taylor Lautner, right? I mean, that's your guy, that's uh, your boy. Or, or, it's your boy. Yeah, yeah, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Rob Schneider might be busy. It's your boy. Adam <laughs> <laughs> Ashton Kletcher. Ashton Kutcher? Kletcher. Ashton Kletcher. Who's guy. Ashton Kletcher? Same person. The Washington Regulators. No. That was the one. Alternators. Al- alternators? When you say regulators, I will, I'll, I'm going Alternators? To- like an engine? And yes. like a Dude. Get it going. We're out of time. <laughs> We're out of time. If you want to read my reasoning behind each of those suggestions, you can check it out over at ESPN Lafayette. And Support tell him Saint his Jude. suggestions aren't good. Support St. Jude. Text the word LIVE, L-I-V-E, to the number 626262. You'll get a link. Click on it. tells you how to donate. Or if you want to just call, 1-800-372-4999. 1-800-372-4999. Be careful out there. I know it's raining. Stay dry. Uh, it's getting colder later. Stay warm. Enjoy your Thursday. Enjoy hoops tonight. I'll be back tomorrow. Gus Cattengale, number of UL assistant coaches, new D coordinator Lamar Morgan will be on. We'll talk to Coach Tim Leger. We'll talk to George Munoz, among others. We'll talk a lot. Same time, same place. The Dan Patrick Show's next. Don't go anywhere. This is ESPN Lafayette, the best ticket in sports. What up, guys? It's Scott. You know I'm here to tell you about the DraftKings Sportsbook because it is officially live in Louisiana right now with mobile sports betting just in time for the big game. Right now, you can place a bet in Louisiana with DraftKings Sportsbook without leaving the comfort of your couch. To add to the excitement, DraftKings is going to give new customers a special offer. You don't want to miss it, guys. Bet just $5 or more on any playoff game and win 280 in free bets if your team is victorious. Use the promo code 1420. The wait's over. 
Head to DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's live. You can do all kind of fun stuff like same game parlays where you combine multiple bets from the same game for that bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. DraftKings is safe. It's secure. It's reliable. And best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. It's simple. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code 1420 and get 56 to 1 odds on any team. Bet just $5 or more and win 280 in free bets if your team wins. That's promo code 1420 this week at DraftKings Sportsbook. 21 plus, physically present in Louisiana. Availability varies by parish. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for full terms and conditions. Licensee partner, Golden Nugget, Lake Charles. Gambling problem? Call 1-877-770-STOP. 